Man, thank you, worship team. Uh, what a, just a great song for this season. And I, I just hope that that is just ministering to you um, this morning. Hey, I, I want to just say thanks to uh, the support team. You don't see any of these people, uh, but there's a lot of people right here working behind the scenes. Let them hear you guys. Let them hear you. Come on. So, there's uh, less than 10. Uh, so we're keeping it <laughs> keeping it legal, but this I got to be honest. This is uh, different for me because I'm I'm used to uh, interacting. I, I'm used to having people and you talking to each other and talking back to me, and I feed off that energy. And I don't have that today. And I'm sitting, and I feel like they've kind of imprisoned me. They've told me, Brad, sit, sit, boy, sit. And so I I can't move. And but I, I'm I'm gonna work through this. We're all gonna get through this uh, together. You know, we are in a series right now that we started last week called He Is, and this is an absolutely timely series. God gave this to me a few weeks ago before everything just got chaotic, and I really believe that when he spoke the series to me that it was specifically for this time, and I, I just pray that the series is going to be encouraging you, because right now, fear is. like Fear is rampant. Fear is overtaking so many people. But what we know as the people of God is that we overcome fear when we understand who He is, when we remember who God is. And so last week we talked about how He is watching over you. And today I want to talk to you about how He is helping you. So if you have a Bible, we're going to be in uh, Psalm chapter 34. And in Psalm chapter 34... Uh, this is a psalm written by David, and give you some background. Maybe if you're you're new to church, and I know some of you who are watching online right now, that you're new to church. And so David, if you don't even know who David was, David's this guy who killed Goliath, the giant, and he became king of Israel. But before uh, he be in between killing the giant and before he became king. He was on the run because the king before him was very jealous of him. So David was on the run. He was often hiding out in the wilderness. His family came under attack. At one point he was by himself. And, and it got so bad that he had to go and hide with the enemy. He went and hid with the Philistines. Like If you remember, Goliath was a Philistine. So he's hiding there. They find him. And he's afraid for his life, so he just pretends to be insane. He, this is David, a mighty warrior. He's, he's foaming at the mouth. He's spitting all over himself. He's talking gibberish. He's clawing doors just so that they'll leave him alone. And so later he, he wrote Psalm 34 in a response, basically, to that time in his life. And I'm reading out of the New Living Translation. If you don't have a Bible, I encourage you to download version. But he said this in Psalm 34, and I think it's just so appropriate for right now. He said this, I'll praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. I will boast only in the Lord. Let all who are helpless take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. This is, this is just gold right here. I, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. I, I prayed to the Lord and he answered me. He freed me from all of my Fears. I, I want you right now, just I'd love for you just turn to somebody next to you and say, He's got your back. He's got your back. Come on, guys, right here and he's, he's got, got your back. back. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm just gonna do that. I just feel like I gotta do that. But it says that those who look to him for help will be, listen, radiant with joy. No we need joy right now. I mean, the way you're gonna get joy right now is by turning and looking to him. No shadow or shame will darken their faces. 
He says, in my desperation, I prayed, the Lord listened. He saved me from all of my troubles. For the angel of the Lord is a guard. He surrounds and he defends all who fear him. We're going to be talking about that next week. God surrounds us. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Oh, the joys of those who take refuge in him. Fear the Lord, you his godly people, for those who fear him will have all they need. So don't, don't fear other things out there. Fear God. We talked about that last week, and God's going to take care of you. Even strong young lions sometimes go hungry, but those who trust in the Lord will lack no good thing. I want to talk to you about He is helping you. Let's just pray for just a moment. Father, during these times, we depend on you. We look to you. We trust you. We put our, our hope in you. And we thank you, God, that you are helping us in times of trouble and that you are guarding over us. So we need encouragement today, God. We're counting on you right now for your spirit to come here while we're here in this room and while wherever people are, they are. I thank you that your spirit is everywhere and you can minister to us now in Jesus' name. Amen. So in Psalm 34, David uh, pretends, to be, pretends to be insane and really we can relate to that right now except that we're we're not pretending like none of us are pretending we are we are going insane right now i mean because there's there is a lot of panic and there is a lot of fear and can you not feel it in the air like you feel it just even even as we were preparing to do this today and and even it, it, whether you're at work or in your home you just you just feel the the tension in the air and and everybody is on edge because we don't know how long this is, is going to last, and, and we're all on, on lock right, lockdown right now. I mean, that creates panic and fear, and then they leak some documents saying this thing could last not two weeks, it could last 18 months. And, and, and it creates fear and anxiety, and then, and then your kids are out of school, and you hear they're not going back to school, and you're not worried about their education, you're just you're not worried about that you're going to have to stay home. You're worried that, man, I, my kid's going to be here all I'm never going to get away from my kid. That will raise tension right there. Just know, wait, they're not going... They might not go back, and then you get desperate. I mean, if you, especially if you're a parent and you're, you're on lockdown and you're like, what am I going to do? You're pulling out Guitar Hero. <laughs> I got a, got a buddy of mine pulled out his old Sega Genesis, and the kids were like, what's that, Dad? And so, I mean, it's just overwhelming right now. And if, if those things don't create despair, if those things don't make you insane, hey, just Go on the internet and check out what the news is saying. Scroll out for a little bit. There's some encouragement for you. And, and, or go to the store. You got like I, I got to be honest. I um, probably like everybody else. A couple of weeks ago, I was like, "Oh, we're we're okay. We're fine." And I don't know what your moment was, but my moment was when I heard that San Francisco went on lockdown. Do you guys, you know, when they went on lockdown, that, that is when panic and fear kind of hit me. And I mean, I, I texted Laura and I said, meet me at the grocery store. I, I've never done this in all of my life, never done this before, but we went to the grocery store and said, we just got to get food. We just, we got to get food. And, and everybody was there. Of course, we've all experienced this now. There was no food anywhere. And you could just see everybody was just grabbing for whatever they could grab. I mean, I, I looked at like this, this canned pork nuggets and I was like, 
seafood and grilled meat? I don't know. I'm willing to give it a try. I'll, I'll try it. And the, you know, the, the advantage I have over everybody else is that I'm really, really tall. And so when I went over to where all the lunch meats, and of course the meats are just all, they're just completely depleted. There's nothing there. But when you're tall, you can see the top shelf and you can see all the way to the back of the top shelf. And I looked and I saw three packages of lunch meat. And I remember as I reached, I was like, and I don't know why I said it audibly, but I reached back and I was like, oh, look, three packages of lunch meat. As soon as I said that, a horde of people on me. And I was like, ah, so one lady, I felt kind of desperate. So I just kind of, I gave her a, a package of lunch meat, but it, it's right now fear and panic and despair can quickly overcome us. I mean, you have this feeling like you're going insane. David understood this feeling. And when you look at here at Psalm 34, David, he's on the run and, and he's with the enemy. And, and what he shows us here in the psalm is I think there's two ways that I want to show you today, two ways that we rise above the panic. Two ways we can rise above the panic. So in verse 1, he says this, I will, and this is key, I will praise the Lord at all times. Come on, you guys said that with me. I will what? Praise the Lord at all times. I will constantly speak his praises. So here's David. He's pretending to be insane, but he knew the only way to keep from going insane was to praise God. So if you're taking notes this morning, I want you to write this down. Praise helps me rise above the panic. Praise helps me to rise above the panic. When, when I'm losing my mind, praise helps keep me in my right mind. Praise reminds me, here's why praise is so important. Praise reminds me who God is, and it also reminds me who I am not. I am not God. And when I recognize who I am and, and my limitations, and I look to God and I understand he is unlimited, it, it brings confidence, it brings hope. Like when I think about He's my provider. Like when I'm at the grocery store and there's no bread, there's no toilet paper, there's no lunch meat. There's, in a moment like that, panic can overwhelm you. But in that moment, if you remember and say, no, wait a minute, I, I'm limited in what I can provide. But God is unlimited in his provision. And I want to praise him because he is my provider. And that will bring you confidence. It will bring you hope. I mean, praise him because he's your protector. I, I don't know how it is for you, but... Um, Laura's mom is with us, and, and her aunt is, is with us, and, and they're older. And I, I think often about I, they're safe and they're at home, but, but I go out and I go to the store. And, and, and what if I just, what if I cross somebody? And, and what if I were to, and, and panic can overwhelm you in that moment. But what I'm doing is I'm saying, you know what? No, 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 no. I'm being safe. I'm being cautious. I'm being smart and using wisdom. But at the end of the day, God, you're my protector. And, that, and so as we begin to praise and we say, God, you're my protector, you're my hope, and, and, uh, and, and you, God, are in control, we all feel a sense right now of being out of control. But when I praise God and I'm reminded, God, no, I might be out of control, but you are in control. Here's the thing about praise, though. Praise doesn't come naturally. It's just not something you just naturally do. What, you know what comes naturally? Panic. That's what comes naturally. Panicking does. Like, and last week I, I talked about this. Last week I talked about that fear is is healthy as long as it's rooted in reality, because it can be healthy. It can it can protect you. It can keep you safe as long as it's rooted in reality. But so many times, uh, fear isn't rooted in reality. It's rooted in. I said this last week. Assumption. 
It's rooted in assumption. Like I'm just gonna assume, I'm assuming things are going to get worse. So on top of everything that's going on, while all this is happening, you, you guys all know how much I love my truck, and I love my truck. And it's a, it's not a brand new truck, but it's nice. I like my truck. And when I was driving home, I started smelling antifreeze burning, and I thought, what is that? So I got home, popped the hood, and I looked, and there was some liquid like antifreeze sitting on the engine block. And I, it's like, so I was looked at it, and I went. Yeah, that can't be good. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. I'm not a mechanic. I don't know anything about cars. So I called my buddy Kirk. You may have seen him. I, I went out and gave him breakfast this week at, at uh, his tire shop. I called Kirk and Kirk said, what is it, Brad? And I go, well, it smells like antifreeze on the engine block. He goes, oh, uh, that could be a crack block. I'm like, uh, that doesn't sound good, Kirk. <laughs> he said, how much is, is that to fix? He goes, man, you don't want me to fix that. That's like two grand. And I, I'm not kidding, for the next 24 hours, all I was thinking about was, oh my gosh, where am I going to get $2,000? And if I take $2,000, but I need that money because if I take the $2,000, I spend it on the truck. What if we need that $2,000 because of what's happening in our economy? And 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 then I'm not going to have that $2,000. And then am I going to be able to pay the, the food? And then how am I going to pay for it? Do I get a new car? Do, how, how am I, how am I going to get to work? What was happening? Fear was, panic was rising up in me. Fear was rising up on me. Why? Because I was giving into an assumption. I was just assuming that things were going to get worse. But to have, listen, this is the thing. To, to have the right mindset, you, you've got to get your mind set in the right place. To have the right mindset, you've got to get your mind set in the right place. And that's what praise does. It gets your mind set in the right place. One of the practices I have, and some of you heard me talk about this before, but I just think it's so valuable, is, is to read the Psalms. This whole message was because I was reading a psalm two weeks ago, Psalm 34, and God spoke to me and I said, I, I got I to gotta preach this. And so uh, what happened is that several years ago, our family went through just, uh, just a horrific event, really, really tragic event in our life. And frankly, I was having trouble sleeping. And I was having a lot of anxiety and I was waking up and it just wasn't good. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to... I'm going to start reading a psalm before I go to bed. So I started this practice, and I just kneel by my bedside, and I read a psalm. And what I found is, as I began to read the psalms and went to bed, I found that I started sleeping through the night. I started having peaceful rest. But you know what was funny is I'd wake up in the morning, and it'd be right back on me. It was right back on me. And, and the anxiety and the struggle and just the frustration would come on me. And so I started saying, you know what I'm going to do when I wake up in the morning? I'm going to get my mind set in the right place. I'm going to get my mind set on Christ. So then I started, when I roll out of bed, the very first thing I do, I roll out of bed right to my knees, and I open up the Psalms, and I read a Psalm so that I can get my mind set in the right place. So this is what David does. David is praising God. In fact, he does this over and over in the Psalms. He praises God over and over in the Psalms. So it's so beautiful about it. He talks about heartache and brokenness and struggle and trouble, but then he ends almost every Psalm with this idea of, praise and so here he is right here in psalm 34 he does the same thing look at verse 2 here's what he says in verse 2 i will boast only in the lord in other words he's turning his countenance to god he's looking to god and he's saying you know with everything's going on around me this is crazy everything could be getting really really bad this could go really really bad for me but you know what i'm not going to talk about that i'm not going to boast about that i'm not going to boast about everything that's happening in our society right now i'm not going to boast about the economy that could crash around us i'm not going to boast about a virus that might possibly overtake the entire world and ca cause us to come crashing down all that's going to do is create panic no i'm going to boast 
I'm going to open up my mouth and make praise come from my mouth. I think as children of God, that's our opportunity right now. People are boasting about everything else but the power of God and, and, and the power of hope and the power of confidence. I want to encourage you to do that. He says, let all who are helpless do what? Come on, it's two words here. Do what? Take heart. Come on, one more time. What? Take heart. Come, let us tell of the Lord's greatness. Let us exalt his name together. So here's David. Remember, he's feeling incredibly vulnerable. He's at the mercy of his enemies here. The situation looks bleak. He's drooling all over himself just to try to figure out a way to get out of this. Isn't this exactly how all of us feel right now? I mean, two weeks ago, the majority of us were like, Oh, I mean, it's it looks bad, but we're, we're fine. I, I felt that way. We're, we're going to be okay. And then suddenly what we all realize right now, the reality of the situation is, oh, we, we better be on lockdown. And, and, and so right now we're all recognizing just how, how real this is. But what I like is what David does is he turns his heart to praise. He says, take heart like in other words, man, my heart needs to take in the wonder of my God. And by the way, this is, some of you know, this is the same words that Jesus used. Jesus said the same thing, John 16, 33. I've told you all this so that you may have peace in me here on earth. You're going to have many trials and sorrows. But what, come on, say it with me in the room. Take heart. Take heart because I have overcome the world. So here's what I want you to write down. Write this down. You may need to Pin this somewhere, put it up somewhere. You probably need to th write this down. There's nothing my God cannot overcome. There's nothing that my God cannot overcome. As followers of Jesus, we don't react as the world reacts. We don't react with panic. We don't react with fear. We don't react with doom and gloom. No, we are people of confidence and we are people of hope. We put our trust in in the Lord. Right now, people are searching for peace. We're looking for peace. We're looking for it anywhere. We're hoping that the CDC is going to tell us that it's going to be okay. And then we hear, wait, what, maybe 18 months? There goes peace. Think, man, I'll get on the news and maybe the national news. Oh, God, that's bleak. I'll get on the local news. Maybe everything's okay here. And then you hear, oh, there's more outbreaks here. And then your, your peace is, is gone. You go to the store, you run to the store, and there ain't no peace there. And then we're on lockdown, so you think, you know what? I'm I'm just gonna shut out the world. I'm gonna shut out everything that's going on around me. I'm just gonna I'm gonna binge watch The Office. That's what I'm gonna do. Not that I've been doing that. Um, okay, I have. I, I have been because it's just I need I need to laugh, and I'm like, and it's okay. I think it's okay to watch something laugh. But sometimes we think, I'm just gonna shut everything out. I'm gonna watch this. But what do you do when the show ends? Where's Where's your peace? What does Jesus say? I have told you all this so that you may find peace in me. What Jesus is saying, stop looking to all these other things. They're going to fail you. You're not going to find peace in those things. He's saying, look to me. And I want to encourage you as a follower of Jesus, be bold. Stand in courage and faith. People right now are, they are really panicked. They're not, they, some people are acting like, eh, it's okay, it's no big deal. I'm just telling you. I know how I'm feeling. You know how you're feeling. Deep on the inside, people are going, is everything going to be okay? And I think it's the people of God. It's time for us to stand up and say, yes, everything is going to be okay because there's nothing our God cannot overcome. He can give you 
peace. He can give you hope. He can give you healing. He can give you peace. It's something we say every single week. And as followers of Jesus, we're not surprised by this, are we? We're not surprised by this at all. Because Jesus said that we would experience trials and sorrows. He said this is, this is part of life. Jesus never promised us a pain-free life. I think that's one of the biggest misnomers about following Jesus. As I come to Jesus, I'll never have another problem. You know, some people are like, well, I don't follow Jesus because I have this problem. And he didn't answer my prayer. And, and Jesus said, you're, guess what? You're going to have problems. You're going to have struggles. But what he promised us was this. He never promised that we wouldn't have pain. What he promised is that he would walk with us. And that's what he did. Jesus came he's on this earth and he walked. And the spirit of God is with you and in you. So no matter where you go, he says, I am with you. And not only does he walk with us, but he promises, I'll walk you out. I'll walk you out of your pain. I'll walk out of you out of your tragedy. I'll walk you out of your struggle. I'll walk you out of whatever financial hardship you're experiencing, that, that relationship that is broken. I will walk you out of that. I will heal you, and you will have peace because there's nothing that our God cannot overcome. Come on, turn to somebody and tell him he's got you. Come on, turn to somebody in your living room. Turn to somebody wherever you are and say, he's got you. This is what, so praise, praise helps us rise above panic, but there's another way David tells us that we can rise above panic. He says this in verse 4. He says, I prayed. I, I, I prayed. I prayed to the Lord, and he answered me. He freed me from all my fears. The one thing I take out of this that brings me comfort is, wow, David was afraid. David, I'm... One of the mightiest warriors to ever walk the planet. King, one of the greatest kings of all time. One of the greatest leaders ever. He, he was afraid. And if he was afraid, we're all going to be afraid. We're all going to struggle. And it's okay to be afraid. But what I like is David's first prayer wasn't to be freed from his enemy. His first prayer was to be free from fear. That's where we have to start. God, free me, not necessarily from the situation and the struggle, but God, free me from fear. Write this down. Prayer helps me rise above the panic. Prayer helps me to rise above the panic. Here's the thing about fear. Fear is proportionate to proximity. Let me say that again. Fear is proportionate to proximity. We, we see this in Mark chapter 10. So Jesus, just a few weeks away from his death, he's headed to Jerusalem. His disciples are with him. Ma massive crowds are also following Jesus. They're enthralled with him because he's healing so many people. He's providing so much hope to people. And it says this in, in Mark 10, 32. Mark records this. They, they, were na they were now on their way to Jerusalem, and, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. So Jesus was walking ahead of them. G and the disciples, they were, they were, listen to this, they were filled with awe, and the people following behind, they were overwhelmed with fear. Now, wait a second here. Why, why were the disciples filled with awe, but the people were overwhelmed with fear? Because fear is proportionate to proximity. Where were the disciples? The disciples, they were close to Jesus. Because they were close to Jesus, they were in awe of Jesus. But where were the people? Where were the crowds? They were following behind. Distance. So what, what happened to them? They were overwhelmed by fear. Fear is proportionate to proximity. And if you want to increase your faith, you've got to increase and, and get yourself closer to Jesus. Just draw closer to Jesus. When you're afraid, when you're panicked, 
simply draw closer. And that's what prayer does. Prayer helps us to draw closer to Jesus. And, and it's in prayer. This is what I want us to understand about prayer right now, especially as we're in the middle of this crisis, is that this is what prayer does. During prayer, the Spirit of God speaks to my spirit. And when the Spirit of God speaks to my spirit, it calms my spirit. But when you let other spirits speak to you, spirits of fear, Spirits of panic, spirits of doubt, spirits of discouragement. When those speak to you, you, you your spirit is not going to be calm. But when you pray, the Spirit of God speaks to your spirit, and it calms your spirit. John 7, 37, Jesus said this, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Several years ago, Laura and I were in Colorado, and we went on a hike. And, of course, we're, we're experienced hikers, so we've got all the gear um, no, we had nothing. We, uh, we get out of our car and I'm ashamed to admit this, but we get out of our car. We don't even have a backpack. Um, we don't have the proper shoes. All we have on this hike up the mountain, and I don't remember how many miles it was, was a bottle of water. One bottle of water with the little screw top on it. That, that, that bottle of water. We get halfway up this mountain I probably shouldn't even be admitting this. It's just it's idiotic. We get halfway up the mountain, and we are, we're starting to get uh, altitude sickness. Uh, we have drank all of the water, and it's not looking good for us. Thank God he had mercy on a couple of idiots, or at least this idiot. I should have known better. My wife is brilliant. She's wise. I was the one who didn't handle it. I want to make sure I get that clear. But, but uh, we had some people that, that were from Colorado, and they had this, I don't know, this weird contraption where one line went into the water and the other line went into the water bottle and they were able to spit, I don't know what it was, but somehow it purified the water and they refilled our water bottle for us. They had, they had mercy on us in that moment. And, but I think this is what's happening to a lot of people in life right now is, is we are ill-prepared for the journey. We're not ready for the journey. And so what's happening to us around us is, is uh, we've just got like, I've got a little bit of Jesus. You know, right now, everyone is, is turning to prayer. And what, but what can happen is you turn to prayer and you take a sip of the living water and it quenches your thirst. And you're like, okay, I'm good. And that's it. And, and then you move on and then, you, and then your soul gets dehydrated. But praise and prayer is like taking a drink from the living water. And you've got to do it continually and often. And I would tell you this. The greater the, the crisis, the more you need to be praising God and the more you need to be praying. The more you need to be drinking from the living water. You've got to replenish your soul. And when you drink from God, when you get in the word and when you praise him, when, when you pray and you cry out to God, he replenishes your soul. Your soul, it gets dehydrated. He replenishes it with hope. He replenishes it with, with confidence. He replenishes it with with uh, peace. He replenishes it with, with faith. He builds your faith. What I want to say today is this, is that he is helping you. I want to pray for you. God, Father, thank you for your goodness. Thank you, God, that you are sovereign over all things. I don't know what it is you're experiencing right now where you're at. It might not have anything to do with this virus. It might be something else in your life. You don't have peace. You got panic. And what I want to encourage you with right now is to just seek God. Look to God. Trust 
him. Maybe today, as you're watching, maybe you're, you're tuning in and you're like, I'm not even a follower of Jesus. I don't even go to church. Listen, we would love to talk with you about a relationship with Jesus. He loves you. He's thinking about you. He cares about you. You are on his mind, and he loves you no matter where you are at. So, Father, right now, in Jesus' name, I pray that you would wash over everyone today, your perfect peace, and that panic would just be dispelled, that, God, it would it would be gone in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that we can look to you, that you help us, and that you are with us. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say, come on, everybody together, everybody say what? Amen. 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 Thank you so much for joining us online. Again, I want to encourage you to uh, follow the links where if we can pray for you, if we can support you in, in any way. Uh, we have kids programming, youth programming, uh, again, giving online, whatever it is. However we can support you and help you through this process, uh, connect with us. God bless you. Just remember that, man, we love you and we are praying for you. Have a blessed week.